Hello, and welcome to Transformation by Truth podcast, where the call become the chosen and those who have been dedicated to serve the Most High receive the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth as we progress our quest for holiness, perfection, and everlasting life. My name is D.L. Anderson. I'll be your tour guide. Let's get started with today's lesson. Hello, my friends, D.L. Anderson here. Welcome back to our Transformation by Truth podcast and day five of the quest for holiness, perfection, and everlasting life 2022, week one. Now, I've had an amazing time sharing the word of truth Elohim has called me to share with you during this inaugural phase of our quest. And I trust you have too. And the truth is, I am very excited about this particular lesson because the Spirit has been on me in a very mighty way. And I'm convinced this is one of the greatest lessons I have ever created and will ever teach. And so I'm very happy to have you all with me today. And I trust you are excited as I am to receive the word of truth as I have received it and have been chosen to share it with you. Let's get started. Now, today's podcast is day five of our Blueprint of the Quest series. In this series, I have labored to ensure you understand the most important facets of this journey and what you should expect over the next 52 weeks as we carry on our quest. And today, I'm going to seal the deal on this matter. And everyone who still desires to serve Elohim in the beauty of holiness, making your calling and election into everlasting life sure, will be going on with us to the next level at the end. Now, let's discuss the series objectives. As you have seen, day one, we provided a high-level roadmap for this quest. On day two, we gave you a high-level analysis of the spiritual model of transformation. On day three, we analyzed the quest by its three primary phases and two key roles of the spirit. On day four, we discussed the role of Messiah in our quest. And today, we're going to reveal the significance of this quest and everyone on it. Now, without further ado, we'll discuss our closing lesson, introducing the quest for holiness, perfection, and everlasting life, 2022, day five. Now, the title of today's podcast is, They Shall Be Mine. I shall spare them as a man spares his own son who serves. Malachi 3, 17. Now, here are the objectives of today's closing lesson. One, reveal why we are a treasured possession to Elohim. Two, discuss how we are forming a close-knit community. Three, analyze the book of remembrance. And four, analyze what it means to serve Elohim. Let's start by analyzing a treasured possession. And before we set off on the preliminary phase of this quest, I want to remind everyone that our ministry and the spiritual movement that birthed it was predestined. What you're experiencing right now is not a chance event or some random happening. On the contrary, 
we are all witnesses and active participants in the sealing of the set apart ones. Now, as you learn during the feature week, the seal of Elohim is our only protection against all the forces of evil destroying our world. And these forces will be on full and final display in the upcoming years as Elohim elevates his sifting of the nations. Yet, while others are dying by the thousands all over this world, and eventually by the millions, we will be safe, no matter where we are in the world, as long as we are in the Father's will. This is because we are his treasured possession. Malachi 3.16 reads, Then shall those who fear Yahuwah speak to one another, and Yahuwah listens and hears, and a book of remembrance be written before him of those who fear Yahuwah and those who think upon his name. And they shall be mine, said Yahuwah of hosts, on the day that I prepare a treasured possession, and I shall spare them as a man spares his own son who serves him. Then you shall again see the difference between the righteous and the wrong, between one who serves Elohim and one who does not serve him. Now, there are three points I want to make about this key passage of scripture. I'm going to base the rest of this final lesson on them. Now, in these last days, one, those who fear Elohim speak to one another and Elohim listens and hears. Two, a book of remembrance is written before Elohim of those who fear him and think upon his name. And three, you shall clearly see the difference between the righteous and the wrong, between the one who serves Elohim and the one who does not serve him, despite all those who claim they are serving him. Now, before moving on, I want to make it very clear to everyone that this passage is an end times prophecy. What Malachi saw in the prophetic will of time is transpiring in this final day and in this final hour, and it agrees with all the prophets. Let's now discuss a close-knit community. Now, when Malachi prophesied, saying, Then shall those who fear Yahuwah speak to one another, and Yahuwah listens and hears, he was not implying that the children of Elohim in the last days have finally figured out how to talk to one another. Trust me, it's a lot deeper than that. And it was written with specific regards to the day Malachi saw, the day we are living in. Now, we're living in a day of spiritual and physical perversion, the likes of which we have never seen before. And this is largely why the church circuit is not much different than the secular world. For this perversion has infiltrated every area of our society, and it has infected all those who are not being led by the Spirit. For without the Spirit, there is no insulation. And then you have us and people like us, small groups of men, women, and young people who are resisting this perversion and keeping ourselves unspotted from the world. Yet in comparison with the billions who are living outside the realm of salvation, we are not many. And we often are not living in the same city, state, and or country. 
Jeremiah 3.14 reads, Return, O backsliding children, declares Yahuwah, for I shall rule over you and shall take you, one from a city and two from a clan, and shall bring you to Zion. Now, this verse, being an end times prophecy, proves those who are being saved presently are often physically apart. Jeremiah specifically says, one from a city and two from a clan. My dear friends, this is our reality. We do not currently have the luxury of always meeting in person. Now, this is precisely why Malachi placed an emphasis on how those who feared Elohim in the last days spoke often. It's because we must put forth an even greater effort because we are so spread out. For the, the perversion in our world has corrupted the majority of men and women, and they are being marked for destruction. Now, as for us, the word of truth makes it very clear. Elohim hears us. And even though we are spread out, he is orchestrating scenarios where we are connecting virtually. And for the time present, this is his will. Therefore, we should embrace it and do our best with what we have for now. Yet I do have good news for those of you who are going to be faithful in your quest. The spirit has revealed to me that at some point in our future, we will be together in a physical location. The same way the Father has funded this ministry, he'll make a way for all of us to be in the same location. Now, trust me, this will be an amazing experience that Chosen will inherit at some point near the end of this quest. Thus, I implore everyone to persist until the end, because even though the virtual phase of this ministry will be awesome, the in-person phase will be even better. Now, this speaks to the second takeaway from Malachi 3. That is, a book of remembrance was written for Elohim of those who fear him and think upon his name. This is who we are, men and women who resist the perversion of this world and remain true to Elohim. Let's now discuss a book of remembrance. Now, this book is not the equivalence of the book of life. However, if we, those of us living in the last days, want to ensure our names are written in the book of life, we must first ensure our names are written in the book of remembrance. Now, this is because the book of remembrance includes the names of all those who will be sealed during the sifting of the nations. And without this seal, you cannot and will not be saved in these last days, for you do not belong to Elohim. We know this because Elohim declares, and they shall be mine, with regards to those whose names are in the book of remembrance. And this is a source of our seal. We hate the perversion of the world, and we sigh because of it. And because we sigh, Elohim hears us for his heart sighs. His heart cries, and because we have his spirit, we hear him. And because we know Elohim does not change, we consider what the word of truth reveals concerning this level of spiritual depravity in times past. We consider his work and how he employs his seal. Now, Ezekiel 9.1 reads, He called out in my hearing, 
with a loud voice saying, let the punishers of the city draw near, each with his weapon of destruction in his hand. And look, six men came from the direction of the upper gate, which faces the north, each with his battle ax in his hand. And one man in their midst was clothed with linen and had a writer's inkhorn at his side. And the esteem of Elohim went up, and he called to the man clothed with linen who had the writer's inkhorn at his side. And Yahuwah said to him, Pass on into the midst of the city, and you shall put a mark on the foreheads of the men who sigh and cry over all the abominations that are done within it. And to the others, he said in my hearing, pass on into the city after him and strike. Do not let your eye pardon nor spare. Kill to destruction old, young men, maidens, and children and women. But do not come near anyone upon whom is the mark. Now, seeing how critical it is to be sealed, Elohim is providing the faithful few who sigh and cry over all the perversion in the earth with all they need to be sealed, namely shepherds he has called. Jeremiah 3.15 reads, And I shall give you shepherds according to my heart, and they shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. Now, this verse speaks to the truth factory that is Pinnacle of Holiness Ministries. And why I will continue to invite anyone who follows our podcast to join the quest. Trust me, if you're following our podcast and you are serious about everlasting life, but you are not manifesting the Father's will in every area of your life, then you need to take the next step and sign up for the quest. Here's why. It's impossible to inherit everlasting life if you are not manifesting the Father's will during this life. For our ability to manifest the Father's will is what qualifies us to become members of the kingdom of heaven in this present life and in the eternal future. Now this, my friends, is the primary purpose of our ministry and this quest. It's to teach faithful men and women how to manifest the Father's will in this life so they can inherit everlasting life. And to do so, you need to have your name written in the book. Now, this, my friends, is another reason why you should join this quest. Because if you do, and you follow our tools, teaching, and training, your name will be written in the book of remembrance with ours. Now, this speaks to the third key takeaway from Malachi 3. That is, we shall clearly see the difference between the righteous and the wrong, between the one who serves Elohim and the one who does not serve him. We will know whose names are written in the book. Let's now discuss the one who serves. Now, as I said before, the easiest way to determine who is truly serving Elohim and following his will is by their ability to operate within the seven pillars of our faith. Now, as a reminder, these pillars are effectual prayer, effectual fasting, spiritual focus, dominion, authority, power, and dedication. Now, we've spoken extensively over the past two weeks about the critical roles of dominion, power, and authority 
as evidence, we are true disciples of Yahushua Messiah. Now I want to focus on effectual prayer, providing a bevy of scriptures, exceeding the scriptural burden of proof. In this order, the Spirit has led me to share a mere handful of the scriptures which reveal he does not hear the prayers of those who are not wholly following his will. These aren't always stone-cold sinners. They are simply men and women who do not guard his commands. Now, Psalm 66, 18 reads, If I have seen wickedness in my heart, Yahuwah would not hear. Proverbs 1, 24, 28 reads, I called and you refused. I have stretched out my hand and no one inclined. And you spurned all my counsel and would not yield to my reproof. Let them then call on me, but I answer not. Let them seek me, but not find me. Isaiah 59, 2 reads, but your iniquities have separated you from your Elohim, and your sins have hidden his face from you from hearing. Jeremiah 14, 10 to 12 reads, Thus said Yahuwah to this people, so they have loved to wander. They have not restrained their feet. Therefore, Yahuwah has not accepted them. Now he does remember their crookedness and punish their sins. And Yahuwah said to me, Do not pray for this people for their good. When they fast, I do not hear their cry. John 9.31 reads, And we know that Elohim does not hear sinners, but if anyone fears Elohim and does desire, he hears him. Isaiah 1.15 reads, And when you spread out your hands, I hide my eyes from you. Even though you make many prayers, I do not hear. Your hands have become filled with blood. It continues reading, wash yourselves, make yourselves clean, put away the evil of your doings from before my eyes. Stop doing evil. Learn to do good. Seek right ruling. Reprove the oppressor. Defend the fatherless. Plead for the widow. If you submit and obey, you shall eat the good of the land. But if you refuse and rebel, you shall be devoured by the sword. For the mouth of Yahuwah has spoken. Now, here's the conclusion of this matter. Elohim in times past and in times present does not hear the prayers of those who do not walk in obedient faith to his will. And he makes it very clear that all who refuse to submit to his will, choosing to rebel, will be destroyed. Now, Enoch 93.6 reads, Woe to those who build up iniquity and oppression and who lay the foundation of fraud. For suddenly shall they be subverted and never obtain peace. It continues reading, Woe to those who build up iniquity and oppression. And woe to those who build up their houses with crime. For from their very foundations shall their houses be demolished. And by the sword shall they themselves fall. Those too who acquire gold and silver so justly and suddenly perish. Woe to you who are rich, for in your riches have you trusted, but from your riches you shall be removed, because you have not remembered the Most High in the days of your prosperity. You have committed blasphemy and iniquity and are destined to the day of the effusion of blood, to the day of darkness, and to the day of the great judgment. 
This I declare and point out to you that he who created you will destroy you. When you fall, he will not show you mercy, but your creator will rejoice in your destruction. Now, Malachi 3, 6 reads, For I am Yahuwah, I shall not change, and you, O son of Jacob, shall not come to an end. Now, as Elohim does not change, it would be impossible for him in these last days to suddenly listen to the prayers of those who willfully continue in sin. He didn't do it then. He's not doing it now, for he is on record. He is coming soon to lay the earth waste and to destroy those committing sin. Isaiah 13, 9 reads, See, the day of Yahuwah is coming, fierce with wrath and the heat of displeasure, to lay the earth waste and destroy its sinners from it. Now, John 5, 38-39 reads, And you do not have his worst thing in you, because you do not believe him whom he sent. You search the scriptures because you think you possess everlasting life in them. And these are the ones that bear witness of me. Now, like the Pharisees in times past, the modern church circuit is filled with men and women who think they will inherit everlasting life. But they are gravely mistaken, for they are not guarding the commands of Elohim. Neither are they following the steps of Yahushua Messiah. Now, here's the conclusion of this matter. Those who serve Elohim have their prayers heard and answered. And as fasting and focus are required for effectual prayer, they will possess these attributes. This removes any doubt that they are disciples indeed. Now, here is the final word. The one who serves is a treasured possession, and Elohim directs his path. Now, first, I want to state the obvious. This is not a lesson you're going to hear in the church circuit because many preachers and so-called leaders don't want to tell the people the truth about sin because the majority don't want to hear the truth about sin. Now, regardless of this fact, the day of the Lord is coming. The stage is being set even now. And who is that man or woman whom Elohim considers his treasured possession? Who is that man or woman whom Elohim has joined to us and groups like us in pursuit of holiness, perfection, and everlasting life? And who is that man or woman who serves Elohim, making a clear distinction between him or her and those who do not serve but do lie, calling themselves children of the Most High, are refusing to guard his commands? Who is that woman? Who is that man? If you answer saying me, I am that woman, or I am that man, then you, my friend, are prepared to take the next step in this quest. You, my friend, have been called to move on to week two in the quest for holiness. And so I invite you to listen carefully to what's next. Now, here is what's next in the quest for holiness. As you see, we just completed the final day of this current series, They Shall Be Mine. And I want to make it very clear to everyone who is still with us, you are now prepared to move on to the next level in the quest. Now that we've completed the inaugural week of this quest, 
we are moving on to the preliminary phase. Now, the goal of the preliminary phase is to equip you with everything you need to have a successful quest. The preliminary phase will account for close to 20% of the quest. And although the quote-unquote preliminaries are more of a qualifying event or phase, they are just as important as the three phases that are remaining. Now, if you don't pass preliminaries, you will not advance your quest, for the way of holiness is ascending, demarcated by advancing levels which require us to always be on the spiritual increase. And this is the only way we can progress our quest and remain in the Father's will. Now, trust me, although the primary faith of the quest is the quote-unquote main event, you will make a great deal of progress during the preliminary phase. Moreover, since you have all been spiritually vetted, this event is confirming your qualification, not proving it. So here's what's coming up next. We have a new series on the set-apart spirit of Elohim. The objective is to analyze the primary roles of the spirit in our quest and how we are to engage the spirit to maximize our prospects of success. Now, trust me, this will be another powerful series. Firstly, because the spirit is the source of all the power we possess. Likewise, the spirit is the truth which is why it is the prevailing force which leads us into truth. And so we have much truth to share with you on this topic. And it all begins on Monday. So have a great weekend, everyone. Take some time to review the notes from this week and praise the Father that you remain strong on this quest because we truly have a long way to go. Now, if you're a member and have questions, please click the Q&A box underneath the video player. Likewise, if you have comments you want to share with the group, please share those in the comment box located underneath the QA box. Now, if you're not a member and you have questions about today's podcast, feel free to contact us via our website at www.pinnaclefornius.com using the form on our contact page and we'll respond to you as soon as we can. And thank you for being with us today. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Remember to tune in with us every Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern. And if you haven't already, visit us at www.pinnacleofholiness.com and make sure you sign up to join the quest for holiness, perfection, and everlasting life 2022.